And welcome to the Solopreneur Business Patriot Podcast. I'm Scott Harris, the Constitutional Patriot, and this is the Solopreneur Business Patriot Podcast. Let's get started. Welcome to the Constitutional Patriot Podcasts, Solopreneur Business Patriot Podcast Supplemental. And in the current episode of the of the Solopreneur Business Patriot Podcast, um, I'm going to be talking. The purpose of this podcast is to give helpful tips, um, information about things that a solopreneur. Um, basically a small business, one-person business that basically doesn't have the staff, doesn't have the expertise in things such as IT. So I, I hey, outsource that. Okay, I, I do. I have a guy named Paul. Okay, he's the first card in my Rolodex. In my, it's a Rolodex. It's a, it's a folder Rolodex. He's the first card in here. I open it up, and there's the number. And... Um, but helpful hint on the IT calling um, when you're buying, setting up your office, you know, your office space, and you need power strips, pay the extra 2 to $4 for the power strip that way those on and off switch lights up. Helpful hip, tip, because um, to save $2 cost me 75 Okay, for the want of a nail, as that old as the song goes, uh, for a want of a nail, the war was lost. So for a want of two dollars, seventy-five dollars went away. So you know that's. <laughs> so there you go. Um, and and also before you call, another helpful tip is uh, for IT. You know this is a help, very important helpful tip, is making sure everything's plugged in. I'm serious. <laughs> Seventy-five dollars. It's like, hey, Paul, my printer's not working. I can't get it to work. It doesn't work. Um, it was unplugged. You know, uh, he's he he's a businessman. He he drove all the way over to my office. He in he has a policy. Office visits is one hour, or longer, right? But he if he comes here, he gets paid for an hour. That's fair. That's honorable. I have no problem with that. Okay. The, where the problem comes is from my stupidity. <laughs> okay, did I check to see if the printer was plugged in? No, I did not. Therefore, my bad, my stupidity, my my oopsie. Okay, now on the power strip one, okay, I thought it was on. <laughs> okay, I did I check to flip the switch? No, I did not. Okay, so helpful hit number two or number three now is before. Hey, if nothing's on and it look and you and you were stupid like I did and bought the power strip that was all solid white and not doesn't have the little light up switch, flip it up, flip it to see what happens. Okay, save yourself some money. Okay, <laughs> as I drink my tea in my Dr. Seuss 
Let's go, Brandon. Coffee mug. It says, I do not like your mental haze. I do not like your leftist ways. I do not like your sun on blow. I do not like you, Sleepy Joe. <laughs> Dumbass is to Democrats as air is to breathing. Now, um, <laughs> um, so what I'm going to talk about today um, in this podcast is it's really kind of... Um, it's something that it's not a complicated concept, um, but what's really cool about it is if your business, if your income on your solopreneur business or on your small business is seasonal, okay, you have seasonal income, okay, but you have yearly, monthly expenses, okay, this is where it comes in. You have office rent, you have insurance, you have... Um, you know, you have maybe like payments on equipment, okay? Uh, so those types of monthly expenses, what I would, what I do, and what is actually somewhat beneficial because what it does is it creates an asset on your balance sheet, okay? So... And it is, so it actually increases your your assets on your balance sheet. So you basically are reserving cash to pay expenses later, okay? But you, but you've already spent the cash, okay? So it's, so you're spending the money, but you get to claim it as an asset on your balance sheet. Let's see. It's a really cool thing because a prepaid expense is an asset that balance is, okay? And see, what you do is that prepaid expense loses value over time, okay? Because what you're doing is you're using up the expense. And um, so if basically if you pay for... 12 months of insurance all at one time, okay? And so in, so each month you would reduce that prepaid asset by one monthly, the cost of one month expense, see? And I'm going to show you the journal entries on how to do that. Um, but see, so basically, first of all, according to corporate finance, corporation finance, uh, an article by Alicia Tuvala, it was uh, basically this was 2020, um, October 25th, um, and this is basically prepaid expenses, a type of asset on the balance sheet that results from a business making advance payments for goods or services to be received in the future. Uh, a prepaid expense is one that is blah 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 prepaid. So basically, it's what I just said, and she goes on to say. Um, Basically, understanding a prepaid expense, companies make payments for goods or services such as leased offices or insurance coverage that provide continual benefit over time. See, that's the key. That's the key aspect. Okay, um, the according to the general accounting principles, otherwise known as GAAP, expenses should be recorded in the same accounting period as the benefit generated for the related asset. Okay. This gets this what gets into what the IRS calls the twelve month rule, and for that we are going to I'm going to go to there we go, 
Uh, we're going to go to the, the, this is, this book, okay, hold on. We are going to pause for a technical difficulty. Pause. Okay, sorry about that. There was some technical difficulties with the zoom, zooming. Okay, um, so the video for the, for the, um, for the Rumble channel might be a little uh, spotty. Uh, so, um, sorry about that. Um, technical, di when you're recording live, you stop and you smile and you move on, says Varney. Okay, prepaid expenses, the 12-month rule. Prepaid expenses are deductible when paid if the rights or benefits to the taxpayer do not extend beyond the, er the um, earlier of the following regulation, uh, blah, blah, blah. 12 months after, oh, basically this is, 12 months after the right uh, to the benefit begins or the end of the tax year after the tax year the payment is made. Okay. What, is the, what does the hell does that mean? Well, basically what that means is this. Okay. Um, say you have on January 1, okay, uh, like, I'll take my example. I pay my lease for my office space um, the first few days of January. Um, so Janu January 1's a holiday. So January 2nd or 3rd, I come in and I pay for the whole year, the lease for the whole year for my office space, all at one time. Now, um, so that gives me a prepaid, a prepaid rent uh, asset, okay, on my balance sheet. And so each month, I lose one month's rent off of that prepaid rent, okay? So, um, so, but the thing is, is like, say in December, okay, I go in and I pay it for, say, hypothetically, so this year, in, in the year of our Lord, 2023, so in October, no, in November or October, I get some cash, big sum of money in October and November, and I want to pay uh, 2024's lease. I pay it prepaid in November, okay? That, I don't report that big expense, that cash outlay, on the 2023 um, bookkeeping or in um, in my taxes, right? I can't claim that as a, as a business asset for for my statements for for those statements for October um, or whatever it is. It goes into my it goes into my accounting for my financial statements, but for taxes, I can't claim that as a deduction or I can't claim that as a as a as an asset for my taxes, for tax purposes, okay? So that that doesn't get reported until the next year, okay? Uh, for an example, the example that this book gives, this book is the, this is the Checkpoint Small Business Quick Finder handout uh, from Thomas Reuters. This is for the 2021 tax year, okay? Um, these it's pretty much all the rules of staying the same that basically the difference between the 21 and 2021 and the 2022 is basically a few uh, is a few numbers that have been changed on on some charts you know so but pretty much it's everything all basically the rules are all the same um so uh, for, for for most part right um so the the thing is on December 21st in 2021 Zap Corp pre 
pays a $10,000 insurance premium for property insurance policy with a one-year term beginning February 2022. So he pays it in December, but it does the policy doesn't go into effect until February. See? So he cannot... Okay, so it extends beyond the end of the year following the tax year in which the payment is made. See, so basically what that is is that the, it goes into effect after the end of the year. Okay, so that you make the payment in like year one. But the, for, for, whatever the pay, for whatever this prepaid expense is for doesn't cover anything until the next year so you don't claim it. Okay. So, um, so beyond the, which, for the 12, so ZAP must capitalize the 10000 payment and deduct it over the term of the policy. So basically, you can't put that into where you're going to be deducting that as an expense in that year of return, okay, because, so it's a month, you're paying for a whole year's premium, right? It's a year's premium for the, for the insurance, but he's paying it in October, right? But it starts, or in December, and it starts in, so it starts in February. So he still has December, okay, January, and then he can start deducting expense from that in February. He can deduct the February premium off of that prepaid yearly amount. I know it sounds confusing, but it's really not. It's really very simple. Basically, you, you basically have a term for, if you're going to do pay, pay for car, car insurance, your car insurance premiums for a year. You're going to pay all the car insurance for one year. You're going to pay it all, okay? So basically, every month in your bookkeeping, you basically, um, on an expense, you deduct your monthly business, your monthly uh, expense for your car insurance. You basically, instead of deducting it from your cash, you deduct it from prepaid expenses, Okay. So in your monthly bookkeeping, right? That's how you do it. And I'm going to show you that. I'm going to show you that right now. So I know it's somewhat confusing, but it's really, really not. Uh, let's see. Okay, we have uh, here, and there we go. There's really no sound because it's just pictures. Okay. Um, okay. So in this first slide, okay, in this first picture. Uh, I got these off of, I got basically, I went on to, I went on to Bing, because I Bing. I don't Google, I Bing. Um, and why do I, 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 little side note, I'm tangent, I choose Bing because of the pretty pictures. Google's just boring a white screen, that's boring, and that gives me a headache. Okay, so, <laughs> I'm going to raise my picture here, like, uh, there we go, there we go, okay. So basically, in this first picture, so I went on Bing, and I basically typed in prepaid expenses, accounting, um, journal entries, okay? So that's, and this is, this is from somebody's um, micro Excel. They did a spreadsheet, and it's like really pretty, and has like all these boxes and everything. And basically here, these are all these things. And so journal entry as of December 31st, 2013, it says doctor insurance expense, one, um, $102,000, okay? So um, th so that's, and then the, this is the journal entry. So basically he's, he's um, 
registering an expense and 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 it's going into from it's coming from the asset of the prepaid insurance expense okay so this is what it, the reconciliation of it so basically the prepaid balance as of October um, 2013, according to the picture, is $450,000. So he minuses out the 102000 So this gives the prepaid balance, okay, at the end of December as $347,000. Okay, that's, you know... That's like a lot of insurance, but so that's so that's how that works. See, now this could be like a health savings account, okay? And it could be this way: you could basically have a health savings account. This and this, the, that's a prepaid account that you're putting money aside for, um, at, but to pay medical expenses, okay? So what you do is basically you put money in, you take cash out of your business, and you put it into health savings. A health savings is an asset that you have to be used to pay for medical expenses. So, so, so that's one of the things that you have here. Okay, as a solopreneur, a health—if you have a health savings account, right? You you get your health, you you set up your insurance, all that stuff, and you have health savings account set up. That's an asset. Okay, um, so so. That's how that works. So, so if you have employees and you have a health savings account set up for your employees and they submit you bills, okay, instead of paying the bills that they submit you for the, the health service that you're providing them, um, you would you put deduct it out of your health savings account. That's, it's, it's an accounting thing that happens, but um, it's, you take the cash out once and then you do accounting throughout the term of, of the time period, okay? So we're going to go here. Here's an example of prepaid insurance, okay? Basically what you're doing is you're setting up the prepaid insurance. You're, you're taking, you're basically, you're putting $24,000 into prepaid and you're paying cash. That's what this journal entry here is. So uh, you're debiting $24,000 into prepaid insurance. Um, for the and it's like one one, so this is like the first of the year. You're going to this is so your insurance is twenty four thousand dollars for a year, and you're paying it on the first of the year. So uh, you're paying twenty four thousand dollars cash, crediting cash. Okay, so your so uh, cash is a is a uh, debit uh, balanced account. So when you credit cash, you're deduct the cash about the cap amount of cash you have is decreased. So you're increasing prepaid insurance account by $24,000. Now, if you had prepaid insurance as, as uh, say, hypothetically, say this was, you know, you're, you do it quarterly, right? Um, or, you know, for example, maybe your insurance premiums have gone up, right? So you're basically just going to add money to the prepaid insurance, okay? Um, so base, so, so, so say you're halfway through the year, your premiums, there was an accident, there was an accident and your prepaid insurance, you know, your, your, in, your premiums have gone up for the rest of the year, okay? Um, so, so you want to, if you don't, if you don't increase the prepaid amount, you're going to run out of prepaid 
asset before the before the uh, renewal happens. See, so you're going to have to add money to it. Now, now you could have prepaid expenses that don't cover the whole year, right? If you're a seasonal employee, a seasonal worker, um, and you want to basically build up some uh, office rent or some you know prepaid in expenses uh, until you can uh, can get some like a new contract or whatever it is you do you can just when you get paid take a portion of you could do what's called job um, job order costing and so basically each job you do has a set this a set fixed amount that would go towards, you know, your general operating expenses. And you could take that general operating expenses, X amount of for this for this job, X amount goes towards rent. And then you could when you get that when you get paid for that job, which takes you maybe three weeks, whatever it is, I don't know. I'm I'm using that as an example. Then you could take that money and put it in prepaid rent or prepaid insurance, or whatever it is. Now, you get paid sporadically throughout the year. But see, the pro see this is where prepaid accounts can really help you, right? Is because the prepaid benefits of that means that you're basically, if you have a month where your cash flow is low, you're fixed at your car insurance, your rent, your uh, health insurance, whatever it is, these fixed things that have fixed amounts every month that are taken out every month, that are paid every month, they are still covered and when your cash flow is low and you're not having to because a lot of a lot of businesses they have time periods when they're making a lot of money and time periods when they're not making a lot of money. So in the time periods when you're making a lot of money, take the time to take some of that money and start putting in prepaid fixed expense accounts to cover those times when you're not making money that your fifth your fixed expense accounts are still covered. See, and so this that would help you um, on your cash flow, right? So on things where this probably would not work would like gasoline, you know, things like that. But for for th for something of that nature, I would do like a prepaid um, a prepaid ga cash card, right? I would get if you have. If you're like, you know, and you do and you do a lot of driving and you're going to different clients' places and you're driving all over the place, but your income is sporadic, okay, um, say you, I don't know, for like a construction job or whatever. If you have a construction job and you're a construction worker or whatever it is business that you're doing, um, you would you would have it to where because a lot of a lot of people are self-employed and they don't even know they're self-employed, right? You could be working. You're you're basically a sheetrock hanger. You hang sheetrock. Well, you could be a 1099, right? Con contract worker, and they pay you on a 1099. Congratulations, you're a solopreneur, self-employed business. See, because they're paying you on a 1099 miscellaneous. 
So if you're receiving a 1099 miscellaneous, then you are, congratulations, you are, a, you are an entrepreneur and you are a business person. And you have to pay your, your self-employment tax. And you, but you get to deduct expenses as a business. Right? Now, going from, you know, your office to a job site, that's an expense, that's a deductible expense. If you're at a job site, now if, you, now if your office is your home and you're going to your job site, that's not a deductible expense. But if you're at the job site and you have to go to, or, to like Home Depot and pick up supplies, sheetrock, or you, or you have to like, you know, uh, go meet your the the foreman or wherever to the office of the of the construction company. Whatever it is you have to do, those travel expenses are deductible, right? And but see at the same and you pay by the the, the you deduct the mileage, right? And that covers that deduction covers your gas, right? But now the reality of the situation. You have to pay for the gas. You have to pay for your own gas for your own truck, right? But say you work for three weeks and then you don't work for a month and a half. Then you work for five weeks and then you don't work for two months. So that kind of sporadic income, but you're still driving around looking for work. You go, maybe you work two days here or three days there, you know, that kind of thing. So when you are working on a job and you're making Find out, take your job order costing is like, okay, I'm working this job, it's four days, um, and, I, and I basically, I want to put so much on a prepaid cash card to cover gas for the times I'm not working, right? And so basically, that's what you do. And so every time you put and you budget when you get, are getting paid, you just put money on the prepaid card. And then when you go and take the money out, take that receipt, and basically that receipt in your accounting, it would be it would be deduction of from the prepaid account. See? That's an accounting thing. So you still have that that cash card, your gas cash card, is an it, that a balance on there is an asset on your balance sheet for you as an is a solopreneur. So so that would help on that. See, it, it's a prepaid, it's a way to cover, um, to, help, to help maintain operations. Um, prepaid expenses can help businesses that have sporadic cash flow. And that's the key to it. And that's, so this is what you do. So you, you basically, you get a bunch of money. If you're, a, let's, we're going to use the sheetrock hanger, solopreneur guy. He, he did a job, he did like, he did an apartment complex, and he worked there for like, I don't know, a, a month and a half, right? Or for two months. And he was working there every day, and he was working, he was making good money, he paid, made a lot of money, right? And he was going there and back, just there at home, there at home. But so what he did, and he was getting paid, he, during that time he was doing that, he was able to put a great deal of money in that prepaid gas card or his prepaid insurance, or the prepaid payment on his truck, his car, his truck insurance. 
his liability coverage. All these fixed expenses you can do as prepaid, okay, and they would have it to where on your account, okay, it is, you don't have to worry about covering those expenses on times when you don't have the cash flow coming in. Now, you could do the prepaid just through an accounting thing on your own. What I do is I have, my, I have expenses. I have an account where I have fixed expenses that are deducted out of that account automatically every month. But what I do is I put money in there each quarter to cover all my operating expenses for the quarter. And the only thing that is deducted out of that checking account are my fixed operating expenses each month. So I make I I put money in to cover operating expenses, and I take money and the money that comes out um, is is the uh, is the fixed expenses for the my monthly expenses, right? My internet, okay, for my business, my phone, right? My for my for my debt for my desk line, okay. My, that phone expense comes out of my my T-Mobile mobile internet. I have a hotspot that I use uh, for for security, so that fix that comes out of it. So I have fixed expenses that come out of that checking account every month, but I make only one deposit and and I classify that as prepaid for the quarter in my accounting system. Okay, so I have prepaid accounting reserve account, prepaid reserve accounts money for each expense and you can set that aside as prepaid and that's the way to do it so where basically you could have an you could have an account to where you just put to cover prepaid expenses operate prepaid operating expenses and then you could deduct and you put cash in and you could do it that way you go you go uh, prepaid prepaid operating expense so here instead of prepaid insurance it would be prepaid operating expense Twenty thousand or whatever you're going to put in cash credit twenty thousand. Now that prepaid operating expenses, that's where when you are using that account to cover your your those pre those those operating expenses, and you pay it out of that account. See. So here's an, another example. Here is here's perfect prepaid rent cash. So basically, this is what I do. It says three one, but so uh, this is what I do at the beginning of every year. Okay, I go to prepay. I pay my with cash, or a check, or a check, or a, or a uh, cashier's check. But you pay with a check for my rent for the whole year. Okay, so boom, I pay that. This one says prepaid rent three thousand dollars, cash three thousand dollars. Now in my Journal entry. I would have. I would. So now my my balance sheet. I have three thousand um, uh, dollars credited. Uh, I, my 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 asset on my prepaid expense rent has gone up to three thousand dollars. An asset, but my cash my cash account on my asset goes down three thousand dollars. See, you're transferring the the asset from the cash column to the a prepaid rent. It's still an asset. The three thousand. My asset is still three thousand dollars on my balance sheet. Okay. Now, 
at the end of the month, I pay my monthly rent or at the first of the month or whatever it is. So the rent would be the 1500 That's a lot of rent. This is for two rents. That's like ridiculous. But okay, I'm going to say $500 just because that's $1,500 rent. That's like, ugh. <laughs> so, 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 $500, call it $500 or, or you know, whatever. Um, so basically, whatever the rent is, the monthly rent, you would debit the monthly rent and you would credit the prepaid rent. See here, the debit balance, it's an asset. Assets increase with debit balance, okay? When you debit an asset, you're increasing the asset, okay? When you're debiting an expense, you're increasing the expense, okay? So and you look at it this way. What you're paying, right? Basically, and it, what so so and then and where are you where are you paying that monthly rent from? You're paying it from an asset account. Okay? From so you're deducting fifty uh, from this one fifteen hundred dollars from the prepaid rent. So what would be the balance of your prepaid rent? Okay. You, your balance, you know, say say this was three one. You put in three thousand dollars. Hypothetically, what if your what if your prepaid balance of your rent, um, on two twenty eight, was fifteen hundred dollars? Okay. So you base so basically you put in three thousand dollars. So now. So, so you put in $3,000, you had $1,500. You had enough to cover one month's rent, okay? You had enough to cover at the end of February. You had enough, according to this screen, it's 3-1, okay? Um, on the screen, you have, you have two journal entries, okay? You have one, the, the, it says 3-1 prepaid rent in the subject line, debit, debit $3,000. The next below that, cash, credit, 3000 That's a journal entry, okay? And then below that it says, prepaid a two-month lease, okay? So below that, at the end of the month, it says rent, expense, $1,500. Debit, $1,500. Below that it says the second part of the journal entry, because you have two journal entries. Uh, what's being paid and what... And, what account is being paid, or what expense is being paid, and um, where the money comes from to pay for that? Okay, you're basically transforming money to someplace from someplace. That's what, the way you look at it. Okay, so you're so you're transferring three thousand dollars to prepaid rent from cash credit. Okay, that's what you're doing. So now you're paying. You're transferring. $1,500 to rent expense from where? The prepaid rent account, okay? So, so you're decreasing your asset of $3,000 to $1,500. Now your prepaid balance that you had is your prepaid balance is less by $1,500. But you haven't, but, but here's the thing, no cash you, there's no cash deduction here because you already paid it. See, 
you already paid it. This is just accounting for the money that you've paid already. So you're not so no money is coming out of your wallet this way. There is no money out of your wallet to pay this monthly rent expense because it was already paid the, at the beginning of the month. See, let's look at it that way. Okay. And so basically, so if you had a bunch of prepaid expenses that basically you have a lot of monthly expenses, but basically it's like, oh man, it's like I didn't work that much. I broke my ankle or like I had the flu and I was sick for a week. I didn't work, but so I, I missed out on a couple of jobs, right? How am I going to cover my, my, my monthly operating expenses? Well, if, you, if your monthly operating expenses are coming out of prepaid um, accounts, then all you have to do is make sure that you put money in those accounts before they run out, before you can't cover your operating expenses anymore. See? So every quarter, what I do is I make a deposit into my, into my account to cover the next quarter operating expenses. See? See, this, this is the amount, this is March. This is the this is the last month of, of Q1, of quarter one, for this year, okay? Now, I already made my deposit to cover operating expenses for quarter two, okay? So my deposit into my account for operating expenses for quarter two has already been made. So my operating expenses for quarter two are prepaid. They're already paid. I don't have to worry about for for April, May, and June, I don't have to worry about those covering those up. I don't have to worry about paying my internet. I don't have to worry about paying my rent. I don't have to, my rent's paid for the whole year, but I don't have to worry about paying for my phone or those operating expenses. They're already paid. Now what I need to worry about is April, May, and June, okay, if I don't put money in that account, to cover before July, then I have a problem, see? And you can now see, I could go to where you could do it one month at a time, is you could put them, basically, the account will, you have, you could put the money in there for one month at a time, or whatever it is you do. But having an account set up to where your fixed expenses are automatically deducted out of it, and you have enough money in there to cover your next month or next quarter operating expenses alleviates a lot of stress. Is like, oh well, say I get you know you're working, and for for like, you know you want to take a vacation, but you like, oh geez, it's like I want to take my family to on a vacation, but if I if I miss work for a week. I'm not going to have enough to cover my operating expenses, but I have a job planned where I could for next month that I can cover that. See, so it gives you a little more flexibility in your scheduling when you like, say you have like a couple of jobs. If you're like pure sporadic work or seasonal or whatever it is you do, see, this this is it doesn't matter what your job is, the principle is the same. Okay, as as a solopreneur, some you have you have high times of you have times when you have lots of cash, times when you have a moderate amount of cash, and times when you have very little cash coming in. Okay, 
your income goes up and down like a roller coaster, okay? But your ex fixed expenses are constant and steady every month, right? Now, when you're up here in the cash income and you have a lot of money coming in, right, and you don't plan and you're just like, oh, yeah, you've got, you just had this big job. It's like you've got this money and you have all this money. You're not worried about you know, you have all this money, well, you might go a little crazy on the shopping, you might go whatever you're doing, and you're not plan. and you might, you know, your cash flow, and then a couple, several months down the road, it's like, man, it's like, because you're thinking you're having going to have the same level of job. What if there's a big storm, and you can't work, right? Or a flood, or something happens, Right? You know, your car breaks down for two weeks, right? So you miss two weeks worth of work, and so that month, you only work half the month, right? So, so because this, does, this right here doesn't affect all things. What if you break your ankle and you're out for six weeks? Can't work for six weeks, right? So, so your income goes down for that time period, okay? But your expenses are fixed every month, every month, every month, every month, okay? So uh, that's, okay, now here, uh, okay, there you go. I covered, I covered everything, wow. So I hope that this, this tip for prepaid operating expenses, I hope that you can understand how it works. And it's basically, you pay for stuff that are fixed and advanced. And you and I do, I, I personally do, I have an analog line for my office that is a fax machine line. I pay, and I get that through my building, I pay for that for a whole year. I pay my rent for a whole year, okay? I pay those outright. I have um, my Zoom, I pay for the whole year. I ha and I pay that for the whole year. And there's these subscription things that I have, these subscription services that some of them I pay, these membership things where I have a networking program I'm on through Alignable. If you're a solopreneur, really go to Alignable. Check out Alignable.com. Uh, it, it is a good place for solopreneurs and small businesses to network with other businesses and other things. If you're a solopreneur and you need a website, if you're a solopreneur and you need, um, you need, uh, you know, IT support. If you're a solopreneur. You you want to like a new design, a new logo, a graphic artists. You know, if you if you have a website and you need content things, that there, there's all these things. There's like copy editors and copywriters that basically provide content for websites and blogs and I mean all kinds. Whatever it is you need for business, there's people on there. But what Alignable is. It's not a place to go just for, hey, I need, a, I need an IT guy, right? What it is, it's a way to go for referrals. What you're doing is you're building relationships with other business owners because the concept is, is that those people that you're making the relationships with, they're not your clients. You're not their client. Your clients... You want to refer to them to become their clients. And their clients, they want to refer to you to become your clients. Okay? So you're not looking on a one-on-one -on -one 
one person to become your client. What you're doing is building a relationship with this person so his 500 clients can become your 500 clients. See, that's what that's the concept behind it. So don't go on there trying to do your elevator pitch. Okay, you're, what you're doing is you're building relationships with people. You want to for them to get to know you and you get to know them. So you know what kind of person they are. Are they an honest business person? Do they make wise business decisions? Do, are, are, do they, are they, are their clients somebody, or clients that would probably be interested in your product, services, or industry? So this is, this is the concept that it is. And it's a great thing. They have all these, they have networking events. That, they're called Smart Connects. They're really fun. And you meet lots of interesting people. I'm a podcaster. Okay, I have four podcasts. I do taxes. I'm getting into insurance. Okay, now I'm building relationships with people, and they know that I'm a, I'm a very knowledgeable tax person, and that I'm very knowledgeable about economics and finance, and I'm very knowledgeable about history and, and, and government policy. So, so they know that I'm that I'm knowledgeable about this, and I do my research. Okay, and I've received numerous recommendations and and comments about it on my Lineable web profile. Okay, um, and you can get that at you can go to scottharristax.com, and I have all of my um, my profiles there, all of my social media, my other podcast links are there. Uh, so go to and if you need tax for tax preparation in the Fresno, California area, go to scottharristax.com. My fees are two hundred dollars out the door, all forms included, all state returns included as well, all out the door. Flat rate pricing, in the in, I'm in Fresno. So if you know somebody, if you are in Fresno, or if you know somebody in Fresno, California, go to scottharristax.com. If you are a so, if you are a solopreneur, um, I I I do tax consulting. If you just want to talk about how to do a Schedule C and you want to do it yourself, and you need help and advice, I I have consulting fees. Go to scottharristax.com, and I would be happy to consult with you. So check that out. So, uh, so that is one thing that I'm doing. I'm also, if you if you need, if you want to talk with somebody and just, I also do some uh, small business business coaching. So I, you know, check that out at scottharristax.com. Now I hope that this has been beneficial to you. Thank you for listening to the Solopreneur Business Patriot Podcast. The Solopreneur Business Patriot Podcast is brought to you by Scott Harris, the Constitutional Patriot, which is brought to you all by scottharristax.com. Check out scottharristax.com. Thank you very much, and God bless you all, and goodbye. <laughs>